Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, how to build a better life. This is the podcast that will inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset to go forward and build the life that you want to live. We're talking about ways to know the self more deeply, more intimately, and find the solutions to our problems within. I want to address something today that is very much a work in progress for me, but it's something that I think a lot of people struggle with. And it's certainly something I see a lot of people online in certain self-help or self-development groups. I see them reaching out with questions related to it. So let me throw my hat in the ring on this one. It's the question of low self-esteem or low self-confidence. And I would even add in there the tendency of self-doubt. So without beating around the bush too much, let's get into it. Let me give you two tools and two realizations that I've had, and I'll let you apply those to your own life. Hopefully, if low self-esteem is an issue for you, it's something you're willing to work on and something you are um, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, perhaps, or are willing to believe in a light at the end of the tunnel. And perhaps a lot of what I'm saying, again, to myself, could be of use to you as well. All right, so follow me on this one. I think it's important to remember that we are not owed trust or respect or acceptance by other people unconditionally. Where am I going with this? Well, think about this now. By the same token, do you unconditionally trust, respect, admire, and accept other people in your life? Of course not. So realize that Your self-esteem, how you feel about yourself, if it is based on other people's views of you, you are going to have a much harder time finding it. In fact, we might say we could never really find our self-esteem in others. By definition, the way I feel about myself, wanting to feel good about myself, cannot solely be based on the way other people view me or think about me. I say this because so much of that low self-esteem reflects or becomes apparent to us in the way other people treat us. If we're ignored, if people talk over us, people don't seem to care what we have to say, they don't invite us to be a part of things. Maybe they're a little bit weary or or wary, I should say, about having you around because they don't know what you bring or, or what you think or who you are. And you're just kind of standing off to the side. But of course, We have to interact with other people, work, family, school, whatever that looks like, social groups of any kind. And so, of course, we want to be well-received and accepted, yet we do not get that acceptance unconditionally just as we don't give it unconditionally. You don't spend time with people or look up to people or respect people who you don't know. And you have to build a relationship with people to see what they can bring to your life. But ultimately, if you have low self-esteem, you don't feel good about who you are, you're embarrassed of how you maybe look, how you perform, how you act, you feel you have nothing to contribute, and you feel like perhaps in your personal life, you're spinning your wheels, you look around, you don't like the, the place you're in because of how you've gotten yourself there, or perhaps you doubt your own abilities. Now, I would have to say this sounds like a you problem, and I've been there too, and i still deal with this. It's an ongoing work in progress, like I say. 
The thing about you problems, the best thing about you problems, as they say, is that you also have the solution. You know, when I was younger, my, my self-doubt and my, my low self-confidence came from within. Of course, it starts within. But I acted it out socially by being shy, by being quiet, by not speaking up, by maybe being self-deprecating, by, you know, being afraid to look people in the eye, to start a conversation, to keep a conversation going, to take an opportunity, to go somewhere, to try something new. And so this low self-esteem, this low view of myself became a vicious cycle, right? I acted it out and as such, people didn't respect or admire me. They didn't bring me in. They didn't want to talk to me all the time. It became that vicious cycle, right? I can remember times when, you know, I was doing a job and there were some, some people around and I went out of my way to say, well, this is hard or, or, you know, it's a lot of stairs we're going up and down here, kind of being poor me, you know, and especially from a man saying that to a woman, even though it's just a, a regular work relationship, what kind of trust, what kind of admiration or respect would that instill in a person to hear you say, well, this job that we're doing, you think it's hard and you're having trouble with it and you're being kind of a baby about it. And so that fed back in. Oh, I, I blew it again when I said that to my coworkers. And now it, it washes over me yet again. And next time, who knows what I bring? Who knows where, where can the confidence come if you're speaking out these negativities or these weaknesses about yourself? So how about this? In order to chip away at our low self-esteem, let's talk about the word esteem. Now, going all the way back in the old uh, thesaurus, esteem has to do with worth or merit, to appraise the worth of something, to determine or define the value. We go all the way back to the Latin root of the word. We're talking about appraising the value of something. So let me stop right there. It is up to you, first and foremost, to determine your worth and your merit. You appraise yourself. You estimate your own value. The first step I had to take was putting less emphasis on other people's appraisal of me, on other people's estimation of me. It doesn't go, I don't believe it can go completely away. We're social creatures. Our success depends on being social. I had to appraise and estimate my own value and work to build it first. Well, how do you do this? Okay, you want others to trust you? You have to trust yourself. You want others to respect you? You have to respect yourself. You want others to admire you? You know where I'm going with this. But how do we, how can we realize, okay, I'm not fitting in, I'm not well regarded by my peers and I have a low opinion of myself. What can we do then to begin to build that trust, respect, admiration of ourself? Quite simply, we have to begin, at least I believe, to challenge ourselves, To see what it is we're made of and how we can build upon what we're made of. You know, can I start to show up to work on time every day? Work hard and contribute, not just scream in, that one minute before starting time and kind of float through the day, even though I hate this job and I hate the people. Yeah, fine. But you have the job. Can you challenge yourself to be the best worker at this <laughs> job to start? You might say, well, no, I can't do that because uh, I sleep in all the time. I, my, my sleep's a mess. 
Okay, well, here now becomes the challenge to start rooting down, going down into who you are. Can I maybe inform myself about improving how I sleep? And and through trial and error, right? Am I brave enough to maybe try some things? I'm not saying go take a bunch of sleeping pills. In fact, I'd say maybe the opposite. But can I, through trial and error, fix that maybe lower order problem? I can't get to work on time and I'm a sack of you know what when I get there. Okay, well, can I improve my sleep? Can I inform myself on how I can improve my sleep and then maybe show up at work on time with a bit more energy? Well, maybe that means exercise. Can I exercise regularly? No. Okay. Well, I have no energy. Well, again, these are all great questions to begin asking. And these are the questions I asked. It was like, people don't want to, I'm not feeling it when I'm at work or when I'm out with people that I'm trying to become in a relationship with. What are the things on my end back at home or back in life that I can start to do? This is that challenge. The the challenge is not to go climb a mountain necessarily. The challenge is to know yourself and to find ways to develop yourself and work on the issues that sort of of pile on to the issue at hand. If it's a self-confidence problem, the issue becomes I need to start challenging myself to know myself more deeply and to start solving the problems that I can solve, to get my hands on the things that I can get my hands on. And that's why I really reject this idea of self-improvement per se. And I really prefer the term self-development. You're stuck with yourself, sorry to tell you, but the self is infinite and the self is in a sense fluid and ever-changing if you like. It's up to you to craft and hone and develop yourself. What a great project. What I had to realize was that the more I knew of myself, the more I challenged myself to solve these very basic human problems in myself, the more I began to value myself. Low self-confidence for me arose because I didn't know what I was capable of. I wasn't trying to develop myself. I wasn't even trying to really know myself. I was just floating through life. And you don't know what you're capable of, Patrick, because you never tried. And let me say, like, if, if you're young, you have time. And of course, no day is guaranteed. Could all end tomorrow. But if you're young, that is the greatest asset you have. You will rise to those challenges over time. It won't be today or overnight. But take, take a one-year, five-year, ten-year view. You know, I was working on a film set the other day and I'm, I'm 34 years old and I had a chance to talk to some guys who were in their early 20s and I was humbled in a way that they asked me a few questions about, you know, what they should do career-wise or, or should I go to school? Should I travel? All I could say was, you're so young. You have no idea where in 10, 12 years you'll be. So don't be afraid to take an opportunity or take a chance on something now. Maybe you want to go to school and get that degree, but maybe you want to go do a year in Bali I didn't do it, but I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. So be very, very grateful for the time you have to take on this challenge. The challenge of low self-esteem is an invitation to come to know yourself and to challenge yourself in ways that you can manage. Can you improve your sleep? Can you start exercising? Improve your diet, hydration? Are there career goals that you want to take? Yes, it's tough in the workplace, but are there ways you can step up? Resistance training, right? Weightlifting was huge for me. 
spending time walking, learning about stretching, perhaps pursuing a spiritual relationship to whatever is meaningful to you through prayer, journaling, reflection, meditation. This problem of low self-esteem, it hurts. And the pain surely comes up when we're in interpersonal situations, but it's still a you problem and it's still a you solution. Personal things that you can do in your own time, with your own time, begin to blossom in ways that you can't imagine. So when you are willing to challenge yourself and thereby become experienced in being yourself and experienced in knowing who you are and what you bring, you've figured yourself out. You've in a sense taken on the greatest challenge of self, which is self-knowing. Who are you? Why do I do what I do? Your value, your merit, your esteem goes up. You're working on becoming somebody who masters themselves and other people take note. No question about it. Show them who you really are, right? Like I personally believe that all of us have a spark of divine starlight within us. You don't have to believe that. But what if you lived that way for a day? What would it take to kindle that light within you? We can actually, in time, become somebody who inspires other, others. We glow from within and other people take note. Now, of course, you may be full of objections at this point, right? You might be saying, well, I, I can't have high self-esteem because I'm short, I'm ugly, I'm poor, I'm a single mom with kids, I'm washed up, whatever. I'm, I'm injured, I can't work, I can't contribute, I'm sick, I'm depressed. Look, there's a million reasons that, there's a million reasons and there's a million things that you are not. Let's just get that out there. There's a lot more things that you aren't, right? You can dream up an infinite amount of things that you're not and things that you wish you were, and things that other people are. I've spoken about this at length. I call it negational, when we think about all the things we're not, or, or relational thinking, when we think about all the things that other people are that we're not. I'll link you to that episode in the show notes here, or right on the YouTube video, perhaps here or here. <laughs> You're invited to grow in spite of that, okay? You're invited to grow in spite of these things. All of these things that plague your self-esteem that you're not, that you can dream up, that doubt, right, that we talked about, you're fueled, that doubt is fueled by your perceived weaknesses and your shortcomings, it will be eradicated and destroyed when you focus on what is real and what you can work with in yourself, right? Like I had a bad case of body dysmorphia. That's when you sort of have negative self-image related to your physical body. You believe things to be worse than they are. You believe yourself to be less attractive than you maybe are. And I said, I'll never be happy because of this physical reality and how I look, how I feel in my body. You could think that all you want. You could tell yourself that this is a death sentence and this is how it is for me forever. Or you could start to get your hands around what you can get your hands around. Exercise, diet, some form of spirituality, improving your well-being so that you can start to feel better in your body. Now, I'm about to say something that may offend. I'm about to say something that might make you cringe. Now, we should mention that the root of the word cringe is to bend or fall in battle. And I would say, Here's a step in self-confidence. Don't let things make you cringe. Don't let words or ideas or people's BS that they put on you make you cringe. I'm anti-cringe. I hate the word cringe. I've got it out of my vocabulary, except right now, apparently. 
I want to say something to the men. So uh, if you've got kids, if you're perhaps you're a woman and you don't want to hear this kind of thing, skip ahead 15 seconds or so. Men, if your self-confidence or low self-confidence is rooted in believing that your manhood is too small or unsatisfactory to your partner, you don't have to live that way. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to uh, advocate for any sort of surgery or anything like that, creams, pills, anything you know, invasive or let's say exogenous, right? Coming from the outside. There are things you can do to improve the size of your, okay? I'm just going to put that out there. Do not let that sort of thinking corrupt you and ruin your self-esteem if you're willing to do the work to improve yourself. Just as you can lift weights, just as you can run and use your body, that part of your body as well can be enlarged and improved if that's what you're looking to do. It's that willingness to believe that there is better, to believe that even the things you've been sold and told by media and other people are impossible. Okay, believe it, and then live in, live in pain and suffering, or believe that there is a higher existence for yourself. So when I'm talking about this case of body dysmorphia, right, this sort of hatred or um, suffering or at least discomfort within my own body, I could say that this is my life or I could say that maybe, maybe there is better. And that to me is the root of this show. The belief that things could be better or the belief at least that you could strive towards better, right? We could start to treat our body a little better. We could inform ourselves on ways to improve our body. I can get off the things that are holding me back like marijuana, pornography. I could stop running from life and start running to life. Right, I, I could reflect on, and again, this doesn't happen overnight. This was, I'm talking about a 10 or 15 year set of realizations that I went through. I could reflect on who I was. What was important to me, right? What am I even interested in? These are questions that you may want to ask yourself if low self-esteem is a problem. It's like, fine. You don't think very highly of yourself, but that little worm that is you apparently, what does he or she think is important? What are you interested in? What catches your attention? What would you, in a perfect world, if you were big and strong and cool, what would you be doing? And then start maybe doing it anyway. What do you want to build or work on? You know, for me, it was video production. I thought I would make movies. Turns out I'm making (laughs) corporate videos and shooting news and, and live sports. It really scratches the itch to get behind the camera every day. The podcast, I get to now share my crazy ideas with other people and get them out of myself so I can hear myself saying them and realize there's some work to be done. Above all, I realized I can't chase this validation, right? I want others to esteem and appraise me highly. I want them to admire me and respect me. The minute I started to value that less, value myself first and higher, that outside respect and admiration slowly started to come. Once I put in the effort to find solutions to my problems, suddenly people took note because that's where the confidence comes from. It doesn't come from anywhere else from, doesn't come from anywhere else but from within. I think that when we challenge ourselves, or at least I've found, challenge myself to grow, focus on the real positive qualities. Like, look, I'm not going to play in the NBA. I got no vert. 
<laughs> you know? But I could be a great, great, great camera operator, a great director, someday a great cinematographer maybe. I could be a great business person, right? I could develop relationship with clients. I could start a podcast and talk to people about my ideas. When we challenge ourselves to find those things, those positive real qualities within us that we can build on, when we strive to be authentic, the self-esteem will grow. It doesn't come overnight, but it's up to you to answer these questions. Where can I grow and what can I work with? In what areas of my life can I grow? What do I have that I can build on? What can I work with? And eventually learn to say, to hell with what I don't have because I've made that up anyway and I may have some form of it if I'm willing to look and forget and goddamn what people say. Excuse the language. You put yourself first for three months doing some of these things I talked about and see what you can build. I bet you it would blow your mind and I can tell you, you do this, you take this viewpoint, this worldview forward for 10 years, 12 years, you will not believe how far you can go. It would shock you and shake you to your core if you could see it. But you got to be willing to start. So thank you for listening and thank you very much for watching. Please leave a comment on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple or Spotify. We greatly appreciate the engagement. Helps the algorithm find this. Helps people like you find this show who maybe could use it or who could help me refine it. And until we speak again, I got to remind you, better is possible.